You're listening to Spin It, a spin on digital marketing. We are spinning the discussion about everything web, graphics, digital marketing, and much more. And we are here to help get your business's online presence back on track. Join the team as we spin it. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to Spin It. This is episode number four. I'm your host, Caleb Westall, as always, and I'm joined today by two of my normal co-hosts and one special guest. So to my right, see if she remembers this time. Oh, is it that way? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm Abby Deal, and I am a graphic and web designer here at Spin. And I'm Mackenzie Swinky. I am pretty much the one that does it all. No, um, so I do graphic design, photography, web design, anything, everything. And then our special guest today, we say special even though she's our boss. <laughs> You're making it special because it's payday. It, oh. oh, it is payday. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's what realized. we meant to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm Cheryl O'Hearn, and I am... She runs the show. Yeah. Well, I don't say that, no. We're all a team. That's okay. We can say that. Yeah, you, you run the show. You can say that, but I don't. I. It's all. Everybody's all together. It's a team. She signs our paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> I click the button. <laughs> uh, she's here to join us today as we are going to be talking about... Um, uh, Local ads, uh, digital ads, I guess would be the better way to put it. Um, why do digital advertising instead of um, physical advertising? So she is the ad guru. So that is what she's going to be talking about a lot with us today. So um, maybe Cheryl, first off, why should they do digital ads instead of physical ads or with physical ads maybe? Well, the reason digital ads are so important as well as popular now is that it's a great way for you to really target your market. Everybody thinks that everybody is their market. And in reality, that's not the case. We wish it was. Then, you know, we'd all be happy and everybody be selling and, and it'd be, you know, kumbaya for everybody out there. But <laughs> that's not how it works. Um, so when you're doing digital ads, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or local digital ads or Google search or whatever, you want to be sure that that is being targeted to your market as well as the data you get back from the digital ads really helps you, again, make some decisions as to how you present yourself to the public. Uh, I use an example of realtors that we were doing some campaigning for and it came back that GMCs were their popular vehicle that they were purchasing. And one realtor said to me, well, why do I care that they buy GMCs? And I said, well, it's not a case of whether you care. It just identifies your market because GMCs are American-made. They're considered reliable. They're considered um, dependable. They're just considered to, to be their... The buyer always knows that somebody is there to take care of their GMC or that type of thing. And that is the type of client that you're that's looking at your information. So they're looking for somebody that they can trust. They're looking for somebody that's been in the business for a while. 
They're looking for somebody that they can sit down with and have a great conversation about whatever property they're buying and feel comfortable that their realtor is going to take you to those places. So that's to the right places. That's why getting that data and looking at it is so important. It isn't the fact that they're buying buying GMC trucks or cars. It's the fact that what that represents to the people that are buying them and how you need to market to that group well, that is looking at you. Like I think about, um, was it Google that we always joke about, like that they're reading our minds or something? Because, you know, all of a sudden you, <laughs> you might think about something and all of a sudden it pops up on your phone as an ad. Like that's what kind of digital ads to me like that's the big thing i mean uh like with gmcs and stuff like that we don't know like the whole back part of google that maybe there's somehow it's all linked together and that if you're mm-hmm. it's somehow all connected <laughs> like, it, like i don't know all that back stuff but like maybe because you did isn't something it usually like you'll be on google and you search for something and then you flip over to like instagram that type of ad will pop up mm-hmm. Well, yeah. now it's to the point where you can literally say it. Yeah, you can just and talk it will about pop it. up. Mm-hmm. So that's something that a digital ad can do that a physical ad in a newspaper can't do. Like right. I can't like, be speaking about it and then have it pop up in front of you like a right. newspaper just come out of thin air. Like it just doesn't work like that. But you can on find your phone, newspaper. yeah, if I know. A newspaper can come out of thin air. That'd be pretty cool. Like <laughs> <laughs> then I think you know that's where we would get newspapers back on the market. <laughs> Well, and, and that's that's a really good point because how you look online and how you search online is so critical uh, along with your digital ads. So you need, you know, I remember one client here many years ago was not happy with me because I kept talking about voice searching and that you can't just go on one keyword. You have to go on phrases now because when you're looking for pizza, you don't say pizza. You say, where is the best pizza close to me? Mm-hmm. And what'll happen is number one, your GPS on your phone will dictate who is close to you, and number two, the reviews yeah. of that pizza are going to be the reason that whatever uh, restaurant, whatever pizza restaurant gets pulled up, the one with the best reviews are going to be the ones that are going to be on there. So how you look online and how you search online is as important as how you set up your digital ads. Yeah, my uh, when my sister and I, we went on like a little trip together and we were in obviously a new town or whatever, had no idea. And we based off of where we ate, based off of what the reviews were. If it's considered a really good place, the reviews were pretty high up there. And I mean, we weren't disappointed too either. Um, but yeah, that people don't realize how much people use reviews now. I mean, that's what we've been talking about with like social media too. Like with Facebook's not... Like if you're not posting regularly, you, I like I tend or to think engaging. that maybe yeah I tend to think that maybe you're closed, but like nobody's said anything, mm-hmm. so I don't go anywhere near them. So I think yeah, definitely making sure everything is correct, getting those reviews. And to go back being, to the she was talking about the phrases. You know, I was thinking about this when you said that. Like no, now all these all of our phones have. Bixby or Siri or Alexa or whatever it is, nobody says um, Siri pizza right. because then <laughs> like you know you what it'll do? Talk it'll give normally. you the definition of pizza. Yeah. But if you say, where's the nearest pizza? Well, then it'll give you the list. So that's yes. another thing about, she was saying this, the phrases, like yeah. you just have to, you have to think the way your 
um, market thinks. Exactly. And that's what's interesting is when you're working on these projects and looking at all the data coming back, which is why we are so big on data and dashboards and real-time information. So on all of our digital marketing and our anything online for our clients, they're able to look at it in real time, which is huge because that really shows them what, if they're doing an ad, how it's working. It also allows you to really have a better idea what is perceived as your market versus what is really your market out there. Um, just, I, I'll use the dental industry. We've had these conversations with dentists where they want to say periodontal disease. Well, unfortunately, that's dental language, but the average individual is not going to search for Periodontal. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was just gonna ask what that was. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I have no clue. Exactly, and it, it, they're gonna type in gum disease. Yeah, on there because that's what periodontal disease mm-hmm. is. So the average individual is gonna type in gum disease, where the dental professional would say periodontal. And so you need to make sure that um, what you are actually putting out there in your text, in your digital ads, are things that people are gonna search for. Yeah. As well as your any if you're doing video and your audio on it, all of those things have to be in there so that they're searched, and people can find them. Oh, definitely. I think about uh, like when you when everybody's sick, and we always do the Google search <laughs> to find out. Like we're not putting in uh, what some really long you know doctor phrase. You put in your symptoms. Right? That's I, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got a runny nose. What's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can I stop a runny nose? Yeah, yeah not. How can I stop a sinus infection that is now in my ears and my throat? Like nobody does that. It's just, (laughs) I've got a runny nose. Exactly. And so that's where, again, um, when you're looking at the data and you see the the key phrases and the key words that people are are actually typing in or speaking into their uh, phones or whatever, that's what really tells you that your market is and who you need to be going after and how you need to address it. And another thing you said is with the digital ones, you can see how many people your ad reached. You can't do that with a newspaper. You can just assume how many people seen it, but you actually have no idea who saw it on a newspaper. And that that brings up another point on it as well, because once you have seen who they are, you can retarget them Mm -hmm. back. So it's there's different layers of it. So you have your first layer of going out there and getting the information and keeping your brand out there. And then from there, you start adding the additional layers because you're getting data coming back. So you start funneling down into more of your specific market. So then that turns around into increasing what uh, potentially is your return on your investment or your ROI that um, as the longer you're doing it, the more targeted your market's going to be. Yeah, and with newspapers, like she was saying, they're they're not targeted anymore. It's they're, the target of the newspapers is the subscribers, which most businesses are going to have to, if they haven't already, pivot to a younger generation because that is the future of this country is the younger generation and um, the future of our businesses are the younger generation. And if we're being honest, I don't read the newspaper. Do you? No. Yeah, none of us read the news. Like none of the, the people last in this time room I opened up newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so you have to take your investment and put it in the spot where, as Cheryl was saying, you get the biggest. You want to put it your money where you get the biggest return on investment. Exactly. Well, and I don't want 
it to sound like we're bashing newspapers because I there is a need for newspapers. That's a, a very good way to get information out locally within your organ or in that type of thing. Um, the successful newspapers have not only done print, but they've also added in digital mm-hmm. and making sure that their articles are written in a way that can be picked up digitally as well. So um, newspapers have their place and they, uh, and as well as any kind of print where, you know, we do lots of print around here for variety of things. But if, if you're going to do that, you need to have a digital component with it. So if you're putting an ad in a magazine, uh, make sure that that's a digital magazine and that you can go in and link link the link to that magazine and talk Mm -hmm. about um, on your social media and talk about that magazine and then your information that's on there or your ad. But um, there is a spot in this world for print, but it cannot be the only thing you do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It needs to be incorporated in a way. And that's where coming in with, uh, McKinsey and Abby here for their graphic design, when you're doing those ads, they need to be designed and branded mm-hmm. on everything so that when you look at it, whatever their logo is, even if you've changed it or modified that logo, they still know what it is. You know, And, and go- like sometimes newspaper ads, are, they can be a little bit difficult, I think, from a design point because they're black and white. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to make it stand out with design without using colors? has like a big eye catcher and so that's where I kind of struggle with like print I feel like sometimes if you're going for like magazine ads that tend to be more color printed I feel like that's easier to actually have your ad stand out more and make catch people's eyes uh than newspaper personally but um big thing that we keep talking about is short and simple Mm -hmm. get your point across um as quickly as possible uh, so you don't lose your, lose <laughs> audience, your audience really quick. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I, that's why I definitely, if you're going to do an ad, make sure it's done right. And that, that brings up a really good point. How many times have you driven by a billboard and there was so much on it that you couldn't even read it or whatever? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a perfect example. Or if you're doing an ad for print um, and it's black and white, not to have the letters so fine or so small that you can't read it. Again, how what the um, platform that it's going to be used in has to take as much, uh, you know, be as important as what the actual message is. So you need to to design whatever that ad is based on where that's going to be seen and how it's going to be seen. Yeah, yeah. you can't take the same ad and put it on a billboard on a digital platform, in a newspaper, in a magazine, on social media. It just doesn't work. You right. have to broaden the... You ha- you have to have multiple designs that fit your design. They so. can all be the same. You know, um, the one one client that we've done a campaign for uh, just right now that's um, coming to a close, but it has print, it has podcasts, it has... Uh, social media, it has digital, it has all of those, but yet every one of these ads is a little bit different based on what platform it's in and how it's used. And I think that goes back to our brand that we've kind of been talking about the last couple of weeks is sticking to your brand about um, like, yeah, it's going to change based off of what you're doing it for. Like, your, you know, the billboards, all the different ads, whatever. Um, but sticking to your brand 
I think Apple is like the big one that we keep talking about because I can look at an ad and instantly know it's Apple mm-hmm. because of how well they stick to a theme with their brand. And so like, yeah, it's going to change based off of what you print it on, but it's definitely um, going to stay the same in terms of your brand and targeting that side of who you are as a business, I guess. Well done advertisements will be different for each platform, mm-hmm. but still very recognizably the same business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's hard for some businesses to realize on it. And even for a lot of graphic designers, um, if they're not used to doing it in the different platforms, because if you're like, again, using digital ads where you have the long, wide one, you have a square one, a variety of shapes and, and sizes in it, each one needs to be done a little bit different, but yet it all has to look exactly cohesive across the board. Mm-hmm. So if you're not used to doing it, that can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there anything, any other points that we should cover? Ladies. Okay, just I didn't think so. I just wanted to make sure there yeah. was no closing thoughts from anybody. Just want to make, I think the big thing is, is number one, you need to keep the brand across all platforms and you need to really understand what each platform does in the market for it, such as, again, people that go to TikTok are going to be different than the ones that uh, go to Facebook sometimes. Some, you know, some of them will be only TikTok, some of them will be only Facebook. And each of those markets is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. So that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this episode. Just don't forget to um, give us a, a good review on whatever podcast <laughs> platform you're listening on. If you made it this far in the podcast, we'd appreciate it. It helps us promote our podcast, get it out there. Um, come back next week. I can't guarantee it, but we may have another special guest next week. If not, it'll be probably the week after. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, we will not tell you who it is. You'll have to listen to find out. Oh, the suspense. Yes. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Visit our website, um, www.spinmarket.com. Um, you can find our contact information on there. If you have any questions, if you need a local ad done, Cheryl is the one that you need to talk to. So, um, give us a call this week, email us, visit our website, fill out the contact form, whatever it is that you need. And, uh, we will see you next week on spin it. Thanks for listening to the spin it podcast. Make sure you check out our brand new website at www.spinmarket.com. That's www.spinmarket.com. And follow us on social media at Spin Market to keep up to date with all that's happening. If you'd like to sponsor an episode of the Spin It podcast, fill out the form on our website, www.spinmarket.com. And make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels so you never miss an episode. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Spin It.